Hello, friends. This week's podcast is a daily diary of the next week. Today is Monday, May 11th, and I will do an intro each day this week. You'll most likely hear the podcast after on or Friday, May 15th. You got that? So, first things first, happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Mother is a name for God in the lips and hearts of little children. A quote by William Makepeace Thackeray. Okay, folks, as of now, more than 4.1 million people worldwide have tested positive for the coronavirus, and over 284,000 have died worldwide. In the United States, there have been over 1.3 million confirmed cases, and more than 79,000 deaths. I'm going to keep a daily update each day on these numbers. Today in Wyoming, on Monday, start at 5.04 cases, plus 7 deaths. And now it's at 5.10. The total confirmed lab cases have gone up around 20 by my count since uh, the restrictions were loosened in Wyoming this last Friday. Folks, I have a bad feeling about this week ahead of us. And that's why I'm doing this daily diary. And I'm going to do my best to stay out of indoor public places. And I'm going to uh, stay home. I'm not going out to any clubs or bars or grocery stores. I'm not getting my hair cut. I'm not going to a movie theater. I'll tell you that for sure. Now. Wyoming is a very politically conservative, quote-unquote, state, but it's not acting very conservatively. The state has very low numbers because we stayed home, we social distanced, we wore masks, we're wearing masks right now, but restaurants weren't open, salons weren't open, movie theaters weren't open. You get my drift, and now they're opening up, and I think the numbers are just going to keep going up. There is no vaccine at all, folks. And we aren't going to beat this through herd uh, Im- immunization. Sorry, I slaughtered that word right there. Um, which we, We're just not, we just don't have those numbers yet. We need to test and track it. And I wasn't sure what this meant, but it's basically a way to say, hey, these uh, cases are in this town or in this city or in this state. And Wyoming has it. And I keep it up uh, on my website every day to look at the numbers, see where the biggest cases are at. Laramie has low numbers in comparison to uh, places like Teton, uh, Fremont County. Fremont County has 180 laboratory confirmed cases. Wow, that's a lot. Natrona County has 38. Laramie County, that's where Cheyenne is at, 111 laboratory confirmed cases. Sheridan, Wyoming has 12 laboratory confirmed cases. Uh, those are just some of the big Teton County Hill has, has 67. That's a big one right there. Uh, confirmed cases. And our numbers aren't as big as other states. But because we don't really have a lot of people in our state. To be honest, because it's a wholly, totally different boat. But we could keep these low. We could keep our numbers low if we kept disciplined but i don't think people are in wyoming i really don't i think they barely barely did it and then they're like well it's over they opened up the bar again 
So this pandemic's over. I don't have to do any of that stuff ever again. I don't get why people wear masks. I can see the look in people's eyes. I see their posts on Facebook. They think it's a joke. And it's interesting. It is so interesting to see like the comment section in certain things like uh, uh, Samsung. Samsung phone put out uh, little smiley faces and they all have masks on them. They're different colors, shapes, sizes, all that good stuff. And people lost their shit over this. They thought, it. oh my God, they're like, this This pandemic's a hoax. Um, don't remind me of this pandemic uh, because it's just not true. Um, this is all the Democrats and China's fault. Um, there just were some interesting misguided people in that comment section. I couldn't believe it. All over uh, having face masks on the smiley face emojis that you can use during a text message on your phone. I can't believe we're that heated. We should just get rid of all comment sections. That's what I think. We, that's, we should just get rid of all comment sections in Facebook or um, Instagram. or. But I know we want them. I know people want them. and But not all comments are constructive or worthwhile or even worth the time to read. Because a lot of people out there just write them to make you get mad. They really don't support what they write. Their real intention, it's trolling. It's just to make you mad. And yeah, it works. It used to work for me a lot. But now I just think those people are dumb. I don't get mad. I'm just like, ah, I blame the education system. And sometimes I'll click on their profile to see where they're from. And I'm really not surprised what states they're from. Not, not surprised one bit at all. A lot of those people probably went out and protest. And those people um, that protest, you can't kill this virus with your gun. I don't know if you knew that. Can't kill it with your gun or your conspiracy theory or your blog site or what your friend from high school says. You can't kill it. You can't, you can't get away from it. And you better hope you have a perfect, perfect bill of health. Because COVID-19 likes to take out people that have heart disease, that have diabetes, like me. I have diabetes type 2. That's why I'm playing this thing very, very, very conservatively. I'm really trying to stay at home as much as possible, stay away from people. I'm protecting my face holes. Uh, I stay out of public indoor places as much as I can. When I'm in them, I do wear a mask. I don't touch my face once I leave the place. I definitely do wash my hands. I definitely um, do put um, sanitizer on them and everything. And so, yes, I'm diabetic type 2. I, I could have a compromised immune system. I'm taking good blood sugars. I'm doing everything I can to protect my immune system. Plus, while I'm out in public, yes, I mask up. So COVID-19 hits these people hard. My fellow diabetics hits people with uh, heart disease. Hits a lot of obese people. So if you're really really a heavy person, um, it could, could kill you. Um, so don't go out in public. Don't. Uh, and you know, of course, that it it's dramatically affected the elderly. So I advise all grandparents, all nanas, all pop-ups, all granddads to stay inside. And all of us Gen Xers that can that have good health that we know we do, for sure, help them out. Help out our parents. 
Uh, let's help these people out. Let's help people out right now. Let's quit pointing fingers and help each other out during this uh, pandemic. Uh, I want all of you to be safe. But yet, I could really just have all this rhetoric of conspiracy theories and the economy is more important than human life just die. I wish those kind of thoughts died because um, I really think the government isn't doing as much as they could. Other governments around the world are doing much more for their citizens. And we'll get into that on Tuesday's podcast, which is going to come up here uh, shortly in a few minutes, right after um, this guitar lick. Hello, friends. It is Tuesday, May 13th. As of now, more than 42 million people worldwide have tested positive for the coronavirus, and over 288,000 have died worldwide. In the U.S., there's been over 1.3 million confirmed cases and more than 81,000 deaths. That's 2,000 more since yesterday. The state of Wyoming is up to 513 cases, up three cases since yesterday. No more deaths than just the seven we have. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infection disease expert, reported to Congress that the U.S. death toll is likely higher than in what has been officially reported. All right, folks, I have questions. If a restaurants are liable for food poisoning, for over-serving, for serving to minors, will businesses be liable when people catch COVID-19 in their restaurant and or business? What if a person dies from coronavirus and they can track it to that particular business? Are they still liable for that person's life? Now, I saw that a business in Colorado is not following any guidelines and has a sign on the door that said they're not going to succumb to fear. Well, I guarantee that place will have an outbreak, and I hope they get sued and lose their business because they are dumb. Now I've come to realize another benefit from living in a low population area like the state of Wyoming. It's that coronavirus isn't hitting Wyoming as hard as every other state out there. There are towns in this state that will go untouched because there isn't a lot of people and a lot of traffic going in and out of those towns. So they'll remain untouched. I know we're not all in the same boat, but we're all fight facing the same storm. And well, the way we manage our boats directly affects the other boats. So if we open up everything too quickly, we're going to get sick again. We're going to get spikes again. And we're going to have to go back into quarantine. Now I know some of you that are listening right now, maybe yelling at me or think I have it all wrong. You can at me, you can comment at, comment at me. I think there's a comment section on this podcast, but I'm not sorry for wanting to live and wanting my loved ones to live. Please take a conservative, not political, a very conservative approach to COVID-19 and we can get out of this alive and quicker than expected. Because we're taking a, a conservative approach, we're listening to scientists, we're, we're social distancing, we're not going out in public to get our fucking hair cut or to eat at a restaurant. I'm sorry, restaurants, you're doing a great job delivering. Let's keep that up. But we're not going to go hang out there. 
You'll be liable, restaurants. You will be liable. I don't think you guys have thought that one through. You're going to be liable for people getting sick at your restaurant. You're going to have to close. Or what if your whole staff gets it? Huh? You're going to have to close down. Why? Why risk it? Why risk it? Why risking all the variables that come into a restaurant and or bar or a barber shop or a salon? I'm sorry, folks. Those places aren't essential. Uh, maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe I haven't been going to them right now or I wasn't going to them a lot during uh, before the outbreak. But right now, they're not essential. They really are not essential. They're just a breeding ground for more COVID-19 uh, because people uh, aren't wearing masks. Nope. Not wearing masks. I go out in Laramie, Wyoming. People aren't wearing masks. Our numbers are going to go up. I guarantee it. They're going to go up. They just are. And especially if we let college students back in this town or back on campus, numbers will go up guaranteed. So I want to take a conservative approach. I want NFL. I want the NFL in the fall. I want college football in the fall. So I'm willing to sacrifice. I'm willing to stay home. I'm willing to limit my exposure to other people and big, large groups of people because people can't be trusted. You know this. People cannot be trusted. So they need to stay home. Stay home. It affects everyone. I spoke about it on Monday. It affects everyone. Heart disease, diabetes, uh, any other health issues you may not know of in your body, it's going to bring out and it could kill you with them. So why don't we take a conservative approach and stay home, stay masked up, be very conservative on how we interact with the public, where we go in public. I know the economy needs us, but the government needs to realize that this will last a whole lot longer and so many more lives will be lost if they don't actually lead, if they don't actually take care of us. And we'll get into that on Wednesday. Hello, friends. It's Wednesday and it's time for my daily update, my daily diary. As of now, more than 4.3 million people worldwide have tested positive for the coronavirus and a lot of us have recovered. And over 294,000 have died worldwide. In the U.S., there's been over 1.3 million confirmed cases. And like I said, people have recovered. But 83,000 deaths so far. 2,000 more since yesterday, since Tuesday. The state of Wyoming is up to 523 cases, up 10 since yesterday. So those are the stats. And today's uh, daily diary is government involvement. And uh, do you think America's federal government is doing a good job of handling of COVID-19? Do you think your state city government is doing a good job? Do you feel informed to safely go into public places? Now, if you're one of those people that says this is all conspiracy and it's just the flu and stuff like that, I got nothing for you. I'm surprised you even turned on my podcast. But for you people that are actually rational human beings that are probably scared right now or just worried they're getting the wrong information or where the next paycheck's coming from, so you want to get the right information. So 
That's what you're truly worried about. You're not fearful. You're just worried about it. So you look to the federal government, you look to your state government, you look to your city government to give you some guidance on what we can do. And uh, in my honest opinion, federal government failing, just failing us all. Um, where luckily we have uh, governors that are doing a whole lot better. I think the Wyoming governor, he's doing all right. Um, I do think that we have very low numbers, but we also have a low population. So we're already social distanced from each other. We're already, um, yeah, we're already social distanced from each other. So the chances of this virus spreading quickly and to a lot of people not really happening over the state. It's got a lot of a mileage to cover. Um, plus it, it doesn't pick up a lot of um, mileage when there's storms and wind, you know, snowing and stuff like that. And there's just remote places in Wyoming where it doesn't really hit. So we have relatively low numbers. You cannot base um, what your state is doing on what Wyoming is doing and what we're able to do. If you have friends that live here in Wyoming and they're out the bars, they're getting their haircuts uh, and stuff like that, and you're not, you're still stuck inside. It's a different boat, people. It's a different boat. But it, it's staying. These numbers, numbers have stayed this way because we actually are wearing masks, social distancing, and cleaning ourselves and cleaning things so we can we can slow down the spread of this virus. At least we're doing that here in Laramie. I can't speak for other places. We only have eight confirmed cases, no deaths, and I'm not traveling anywhere that's got more than that. And I don't want you to come here if you got more than that. I like to keep it those numbers where they're at. I know you may be sitting there going, "Why? How does this help me here in Colorado? How does this help me here in California or New York or you know the, in Kentucky?" Uh, Justin, please, please tell me how the government's going to help me out because they're really failing me right now with misinformation and, and such. And I'm sitting at home and I, I'm not, I don't make any money and I'm worried how I'm going to pay the rent, pay my bills, feed my kids. And well, folks, there's a bill in the Congress right now. It's known as the Health and Economic Recovery Omnibus Energy Solution Acts or HEROES Act that we voted on Friday, probably when you listen to this podcast or when the podcast gets released. You probably listen at any time. It's a $3 trillion package that includes provisions to assist farmers, protect renters and homeowners from evictions and foreclosures, and extend family medical leave provisions previously approved by Congress. The legislation would also provide relief for essential workers such as aviation, rail, and Amtrak workers, as well as extend work visas for immigrants. The legislation provide up to $1,200 in payments or $2,400 for married couples with an extra $1,200 per dependent up to a maximum of three. The income thresholds are the same as the CARES Act with money for people making up to $99,000 and couples making up to $198,000. The amount would start to reduce from $1,200 above the thresholds of $75,000 and $150,000 respectively. If you are worried about the national debt over American lives, you're a special kind of evil, or maybe you're just stupid. The government can give itself low interest loans. Plus, if the American economy fails, the world's done. We're done. We're done, and I think we're a long, long, long ways from that. 
There is no economy without people. And if people keep dying at the current rate, the economy will not matter in a few months from now, or even when a vaccine is developed. Save the people and you will save the economy, not the other way around. But I'm no expert. I defer to the experts. I defer to the scientists. I defer to them because they know what they're talking about. I don't defer to economists at this time right now uh, because they don't understand how a virus uh, takes out people. And the people are the key element behind the whole economy thing. So with no people, no economy. So we got to keep the people around longer. They're, they're taxpayers. You get that, folks? So maybe if our government understood if they kept our, our cash flow coming, you know, our taxpayer money, if they kept us alive, uh, we, we would sustain this economy without outlast uh, this recession, uh, maybe even depression that we're about to be in, or maybe we're in it. Maybe we're in it, we'll look back when we're already in it. So we need to save the people first. But I'm not an expert. These are my views. These are how I, this is how I feel about things. Uh, I deferred uh, to the experts who track this virus, who tell us how to, um, to avoid it. I, I trust them. I trust them. And I really don't trust the government right now. At least the federal government. Hello, my friends. This is my daily diary for Thursday, May 14th. As of now, more than 4.4 million people worldwide have tested positive for the coronavirus and over 300,000 have died worldwide. In the U.S., there's over 1.4 million confirmed cases and more than 85,000 deaths, 2,000 more since Wednesday. The state of Wyoming is up to 529 cases, up 13 since yesterday. I'm not trying to be a downer here, just stating the facts. There were no more deaths added to Wyoming, seven so far. That number has been, been pretty consistent uh, throughout this uh, pandemic. So these are just the facts. I'm not trying to freak you out or anything. Now, folks, I have an interesting story. It was December 9th of 2019. I was sitting in my office and I started feeling fluish. Now, I had already developed a dry cough which I thought was weird, and I kept waiting for something to cough up, but nothing was happening. I had a meeting with my techs that day at 3 p.m., and I was struggling just to stay in the room. I went home right after that and didn't return to work until Friday at lunchtime. It was a dumb idea because I got in a car wreck that day. My head was so out of it. Ah, I shouldn't have gone to work. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have gone to work. I should have waited until Monday of the following week or longer. I had never been out of work that long for being sick. Folks, it really did feel like the flu, but the dry cough sticks out in my head because it's such a huge symptom of uh, COVID-19 right now. But the big kicker, I remember this, you know, flus, we all had them. I got really dehydrated about day three. Now I was drinking lots of water because they say, say hydrated when you get sick. And I was, I was trying to do that, but it wasn't working. So I texted my girlfriend. I said, Hey, can you just bring me home some Gatorade, some G2? And it got me better. I started feeling better and better each day, drinking more Gator. I couldn't get enough into my system. So when this pandemic started, I stocked up on Gatorade, not toilet paper, Gatorade, because I was never, never going to get that dehydrated again if I caught this virus. And I hope not to get the virus. But it got me thinking. It got me thinking if COVID-19 had already hit 
the United States and I have the antibodies. The virus did start spreading from China in late November, early December. And the University of Wyoming is very international. Plus, I-80 runs through the middle of this town. And, well, I think COVID-19 hit Laramie already. I remember it taking down a lot of people. A lot of people got the flu, and they tested. They went and, you know, tried to get treated for the flu, and they couldn't come up with a test that says you have this particular flu. They just didn't know what to do, so they kind of just treated it like a flu. But I will not be 100% sure until I, until I take an antibodies test, an FDA-approved one. There are lots of ones out there that give false readings, including the ones they've been taking in the White House. Plus, we don't even know 100% if having the antibodies will protect you from getting it again. Now, I guess a laboratory in England has uh, created the first uh, antibodies test that has actually had positive results, like it's working. The blood test looked for antibodies to see if a person has already had the virus and might now have some immunity. Until now, officials have said such tests are not reliable enough, like I was saying just before. This is good news in the help to track and contain the virus, folks. You're probably like, what about vaccines? Aha! Here's the only real news we have about vaccines. An experimental coronavirus vaccine from Oxford University appears to be effective at preventing COVID-19, according to findings from a small study in six monkeys. The new report from Oxford is based on the vaccination of six monkeys. And these monkeys have basically almost the same DNA as humans. And it worked for them. It kept uh, COVID-19 away from them. None of them got sick. So they started some new trials on humans, about a thousand humans. And that started, that trial started on April 24th. There's still no guarantee that these vaccines will work for us. But Oxford scientists hope to have enough data to show the vaccines effective by the beginning of June, and maybe getting this out to all of us by September. These are great news. Now, I will head back into public with, in a more regular fashion if I have the antibodies or I get the vaccine. But until then, I'm going to protect my face holes with a mask. I'm going to wash my hands and clean everything. I'm not going to be going to restaurants, bars, movie theaters. I'm not getting my hair cut if I don't have to. It's going to any of these places. And a lot of places I don't have to. Now, if you feel comfortable, go to them. Please do. They need your support. They need your money. But I'm not that comfortable in going into these places. We have low, low numbers in the state of Wyoming and in Laramie. Let's keep it that way. All right. Here's my last installment. As of now, more than 4.5 million people worldwide have tested positive for the coronavirus and over 305,000 have died worldwide. In the United States, there's over 1.4 million confirmed cases and more than 86,000 deaths, a thousand more since uh, Thursday. So that's less than before, I guess. It's still more deaths, but not dying at the same rate. The state of Wyoming is up to 541 cases. That's 541 cases and 12 more than yesterday. And I'm not trying to be a downer or anything. I'm just stating the facts. Now, starting today here in Wyoming, Friday, May 15th, bars, breweries, restaurants can offer indoor dining under certain restrictions. Gyms can open up locker rooms and hold classes. Movie theaters can hold limited crowds. Crowd limitation raised from 10 to 25. 
And get this, folks. Did you know that Fox News staffers will continue to work from home throughout mid-June? Wow. The people behind conservative media is doing the conservative thing, but telling their viewers to do the opposite. Now, I wouldn't be sad if the coronavirus took out some of their uh, commentators. It'd be, it'd be karma. I'm not looking for death. They can get sick. Just really, 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 really sick. Really sick, so I don't see them on TV. I never have to see their names again. So you're really sick. Now, I have a theory about the virus, and here it is. The Earth created the coronavirus. Yep, it did. It did. Not some laboratory. The Earth did it. And it did it to slow down a bigger virus. And that is humans. Because we've been fucking up the environment for way too long now. And the Earth's just paying us back. And Because do, do you see all those wild animals out there? Lakes, rivers, and plants are now thriving without human interaction. Humans are being put on timeout by Mother Nature, and a lot of us are acting like three-year-olds in timeout, and some of us grab our guns when all we need to do is understand our punishment and change our ways. Now, if we worship the earth like people worship their gods, we wouldn't be in this mess. And I'm going to leave you with this. Trust the experts. You know doctors, nurses, microbiologists, epidemiologists, and other scientific researchers. I'm not an expert, and I was okay at science when I was in school, so I defer to the experts. I do not listen to former classmates or friends that do not hold a science degree. You may be really good at fixing cars or working on your body or cutting some hair, but you don't know much about COVID-19. So shut up. You're doing more harm than good. Wear a mask. Stay home for your own good. There might be a place for you in the ICU, but there's always room for you in the ground. Mm -hmm.